Hey there, welcome to the Cheerful by Choice podcast. This is where people trying or hoping to be happier come for quick, simple steps we can take to get us there with fun, inspirational stories, reminding us it's okay to be human. It's okay to feel our feelings. And there's always someone out there cheering you on. <laughs> That's me. I'm Lydia Taggart, neuro-linguistic programming practitioner, best-selling author, mom of six, including quadruplets, and daughter of God on a mission to increase happiness and hope in the world. I'm so glad you're here. If you like this show, share and subscribe. Let's get to it. Hello and welcome to another episode of Cheerful by Choice. I'm so excited for you to be here. This is one of my favorite, favorite stories. And don't think that I say that every time because I almost do, but I really, really, really love this story. This is one when I really started learning. Like I knew how to learn stuff, but this is when I really started learning stuff. Is how I met my husband how I fell in love with him, how I realized all these fun things. And since it's February and, you know, month of love, I thought, what better way, what better way could we possibly kick off the month of February on the podcast than talking about love at first sight and how that, oh my goodness, what it really, really did is how it, he taught me how to love myself. And that's what we're all about here, right? So, and <laughs> I was like, where to start this fun story? Look for the patterns though. As I'm telling the story, I want you to look for the patterns and see if you find any similar patterns in your own life. So I was, uh, I was just out for fun kind of not like stupid fun, but I didn't want to sit home and do nothing. So I was at this time in life, I had, I had just finished high school and I was waiting for a, a missionary to come back from his mission. And I was like, I'm not going to just sit here and do nothing all this time while I'm waiting for him. So I was going out with someone new and meeting new people all the time. And so I met my husband and we're out on this date and it's just great. We're having a good time, whatever, just a normal everyday kind of fun thing. And then at dinner, our eyes met and I felt something. I was like, oh, oh no, I, I can't feel something right here. What is this? No way. I'm supposed to be waiting for a mission. I'm supposed to be supposed to, supposed to, there was nothing of, I want to, or I love this other guy or anything like that. It was, I'm supposed to be supposed to, what are we supposed to be doing? Right. Supposed to. So anyway, I felt this so strongly, so strongly, my poor husband, he's sitting on the other side of the table and what is going on as I break down in tears and excuse myself, I go to the bathroom and I have this conversation in my head, but what's going on? Oh no, I can't feel something. Ah, feelings are meant to be felt. Yes, they are. And so I regain my composure and I go back to the dinner table 
and this is our first date. <laughs> so he's just like, okay, what was that? Uh, are you okay? Do I have to take you home? What's going on? I'm like, oh, it's fine. It's fine. We're, all, we're just fine. And so then afterwards, the date was great, right? Afterwards, I continue that conversation with myself and with God. And whatever you want to call your higher power, I call mine God. He's my heavenly father, right? Excuse me. So I expect him as a loving father to answer me when I pray and ask questions and to give me the things that I need. And I trust that. At this time, I didn't know how real listening to the voices in your head, listening to the spirits around you, whatever you want to call it, there is something that you get a hunch, you get a feeling. Um, so I just kept asking, what's going on? What is this? Why is this a feeling? Why I can't be feeling something for Steve. I'm supposed to be waiting for that other guy. And I kept asking and asking and asking. And finally, God spoke to me. And I think because I pestered him so much and I was so focused, like constant, I was, it was absorbing every second of my life for like, I don't know, three days or something. I was like, that can't be. And so finally, Lydia, stop talking and listen. Oh, what? <laughs> if you stop asking, I'll answer your questions. Stop. I was like, oh, and so I like relived all these different moments in my life that up to that point with the words coming to me, remember when you felt really uncomfortable, remember when that disgusted you, remember this, remember that, and all of these experiences that should have given me the clue that this other guy wasn't the right guy for me. I was trying to tell you then I was trying to tell you this time too. And I like relived all these horrible moments of embarrassment, of anxiety, of disgust, of worry, of uncomfortable, all these different things. And I kept hearing, I was trying to tell you and you're not listening. I'm trying to tell you and you didn't listen then either. And so I was like, after a while, like days, I don't know how long it went on, but it seemed like a long, long time reliving all these moments and having this conversation with God. And I thought to myself or to him, <laughs> I thought, okay, please stop. I'm sorry. I will listen. I will try to hear you and pay attention. I will try to listen. I'm sorry. I've been ignoring you. I'm sorry. I get, the, I get it. I'm not going to be with that other guy. I get it. And, it, and please give me peace and stop reminding me of all these horrible things that I've ignored. And then it was like really silent. And I, when I saw Steve again, the next time was the first time, like I was tiptoeing around the house, like, 
don't disturb anything because I might be talked to again. It was kind of weird, it's funny now to listen, um, to think back and listen to myself being like, yeah, I was, I gave God an ultimatum and said, stop talking to me because I want to hear you better. <laughs> but how often do we do that? That's the pattern, right? And so then I was tiptoeing around being like, there's nobody here in the house. I'm not going to do any dishes because that might make a noise and disrupt my quiet in my head because I've been in like this anguish of experiencing all of the times that I had, had ignored my feelings and the thoughts that I had had. It pushed all of the the way that I felt, I pushed aside to try and please someone else because it's what I was supposed to do. It's what other people thought that I should do. But actually, I'll go into that story another time, probably about what actually happened, how I convinced myself that that's what was right. And it wasn't. And I had all these clues all along the way that it was a bad choice. It was a bad relationship to be in. It wasn't right. And I'd ignored it so much. So then the next person that I saw and had any kind of talking with was my husband. And he had just gotten back from a vacation and he brought me a souvenir. And I was like, oh, I looked in his eyes again. I have feelings again. I was like, I'm not gonna ignore feelings anymore. I am not going to ignore myself anymore because those voices within, they're kind of like God speaking to us. And most of the time we don't get this great big loud, hey, stop talking and listen to me. I'm trying to tell you what's going on. Most of the time it's just a feeling that we get and feelings are meant to be felt. That's what they are. They're there for a reason. And so I, I knew pretty quick that he was going to be the one that I was going to marry. I knew way before he did. He didn't know until, well, okay, I'll share that, that part of the story too, because it's just fun. I had, uh, I had my wisdom teeth removed and I was drugged. And so then I wasn't quite all there. And he came over to visit, check and see how I was doing or whatever. And I heard myself propose to him. And I said, will you marry me? I thought, oh, you're not supposed to be doing that. But I was doing it anyway. I thought, yeah, it's okay. He's the one I want to marry. And I heard myself say it again. And he thought, what? Uh, don't know you very well, maybe. Uh, and he went home and thought about it. He'd never even considered it until I brought it up. So that's how we ended up together. And that's our love story, beginnings of our love story. Um, but really, it's, it's when I began, the very first time that I began to really love myself and to consider that my feelings were important and to not ignore how I felt. And we convince ourselves, what if we take this pattern and turn it on ourselves. What if we take that time to look at ourselves in the mirror and maybe make eye contact with ourselves, and we can see if there's a feeling. 
and feed that feeling if it's a good one and change it if it's one we don't really care for. Because our feelings are important because you matter, your feelings matter. And that's what I wanna leave with you today. That's our step for choosing to be cheerful today. Listen to that voice inside of you. You can call it whatever you want. You can call it the voice of God, your conscious, your higher self, whatever you wanna call it. Take a minute and listen. Stop asking the questions and take a minute to listen. And then when you get your answer, accept that. Okay, this is how I feel. And this is what that feeling might mean. And you're worth it. That's what I want to leave with you today. You are so worth it. And you have great ideas and your feelings are valid. They're real. Okay. Go make it a great day. I'll talk to you more later. Hello, fellow happy teenagers. Hello. Wait, you guys are happy and you're teenagers? How does that happen? Well, we use the frame formula to have great relationships. The frame formula? What's that? Well, you can learn about it in the book my mom wrote. Yeah. yeah. It's called the frame formula, your parenting source to communicate like it's your superpower. Go to www.theframeformula.com. www.theframeformula.com. All right, I'm going there now. I need a superpower. Thanks. That's a wrap for today. Thanks for being part of the Cheerful by Choice movement. Remember, you are more amazing than you can imagine. Sign up for our newsletter at cheerfulbychoice.com and let us know what you're thinking in the comments or send us a message. See you next time. <laughs>